Hey listeners, before we get into the episode this week, I just wanted to share a few disclaimers and announcements. The first one is that this episode features conversations that are very sensitive to those who are triggered by topics like weight loss, diets, eating disorders, or body image. The guests that we have on are always speaking from their experience and perspectives, which may or may not necessarily reflect the views of myself or Alicia. The conversations that we have on this podcast are not to be used as a substitute for professional advice or treatment. We invite everyone participating in the conversation to be as vulnerable and honest as they feel comfortable. This means that people may say things that you disagree with or may even find problematic at times. We are in a process and we created this podcast to provide a safe space for people to share, learn, and grow. If you're looking for a shiny, perfect product, then this podcast is not for you. We always encourage you, the listeners, to do your own research and do what best supports your needs. For some of you, this may mean that this episode is not for you, and we invite you to pause or stop at any point. Take care of yourself should you choose to listen. On a lighter note, a few shameless plugs. This week, I was featured in Emily Allen's Queers in Quarantine photo series. She's been going all over Nashville, taking beautiful shots of members of the LGBTQ plus community, six feet or more apart, of course, and sharing how you can support us during these trying times. Take a look and share her beautiful work by following her on Instagram at E-M-D-A-S-H-P-H-O-T-O-S. The next shameless plug is that if you're in the Nashville or surrounding areas, the creative process cohort of the Toolbox Choreography Program is looking for dancers for their upcoming show. This year, we are treading on this unique path of learning how to create remotely and digitally as we continue to practice social distancing. So if you're interested, you can just DM us on the socials or you can reach me directly via email at abra.miles at gmail.com and I'll connect you with those choreographers. Finally, I will be teaching my Mystic Flow class virtually via Zoom starting sometime later this month or early in June on a more frequent basis. Stay tuned for upcoming dates and times. And now I present to you this week's episode let us in Jesus with my good friend and co-worker, Jess. Okay. Okay. I'll take the top. You take the bottom. If you wanna be somebody. If you wanna go somewhere. You better wake up and pay attention. Well, welcome back everyone to Misfits and Mystics podcast, where we talk about things like faith, spirituality, mental health, social justice, artistry, and lately, whatever the fuck we want to talk about because COVID-19 is is happening. And today, I have the one, the only, the magnificent Jess. That's me. Who uh, is a good friend of mine and uh is also an essential worker oh my god we work together you can't do this without us yeah 
Thank you for coming to work today. <laughs> for real. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we're here. We're gonna. We're still in our healing series. I found a way to segue this topic Perfect. into the healing, but we're gonna heal through laughter today, you guys. Yes, we are. It's been a little woo-woo the last couple of weeks. It's been a little deep. It's been a little sad. It's still gonna be woo-woo today. Today, but we're gonna try to not be We're so. We're still gonna laugh. It, as Alicia always says, it's never that deep. <laughs> so, thank you, Alicia. Um, yeah, but before we get into the main topic, I just, you know, I've been kind of asking people, how are you doing with the quarantine? And, <laughs> what you quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are here. Uh, we are not quarantined because we are essential workers. Work together all day long anyway. So whatever you got, I got. I can't say same because you just said that. Same. Same. What I got, you got. Although Jess asked me to smell something and I said I couldn't smell it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend's got a friend over and I'm he's going to get his cigars out. And I was like, oh, I smell the cigars because that's just. You said white people smell wanted to smell things. I immediately smelled these cigars. And of course I think this smells like fish food. I didn't say it out loud, handed them to you. Okay, you smell this. I'm gonna try to influence what you smell. So she smells it. I'm like, that smells like fish food, huh? And I said, I don't smell anything. Like, girl, you got it. And I was like, no. <laughs> but the gag is I don't smell like things. Like it's my weakest sense. Like, I smell things, but... But if what about it's your not... eyeballs? If you took your glasses off at work? Well, I can't see either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And I heard smell and taste go together. Oh, I definitely can taste. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I smell things if it's, like, strong. It just wasn't a strong smell to me. But then you smelled it. Did I influence you? Yes, because I like smelled the it again. And I was suggestion. like, "Ooh, y'all! I don't know if I have coronavirus, but I do know that I feel great. And if you have it, I have it. So, and everybody else at the damn store. Yeah, we've hugged, including that woman today. Oh, who say it? Well, <clears throat> story time. <clears throat> this is another example of what not to do. When you go to the store. I don't care where it is. This woman comes up. And of course I'm like. You can't bring your reusable bags in the store. She rolls her eyes. Huffs and puffs and says. Of course. Age. She's like over 50. Yes. This is during senior hour. She stomps back to the car. Her mistake number one. She's yeah. at senior hour. <laughs> which is like protection. Like protect yourself hour. Yeah, protect yourself hour. And then she comes back into the store. Apparently, according to our coworkers, she runs around telling everybody, you shouldn't be wearing masks. The government is trying to control you. And then what does she say, Jess? I wasn't even there. Oh. Were you there? Well, I was outside okay. working the door. Okay, so I hear every, the whole, everyone in the bridge bursts into laughter. I missed everything. Apparently, she said to everyone in the bridge after she berated everyone that was wearing a mask, that because they were wearing a mask, 
She goes, oh, I would make a terrible Nazi. Oh, oh, because before she says this, she says, I don't like all these new rules. Yeah, I missed. I didn't even see it. I don't like all these new rules. And then I guess that's what prompted her to be like, I guess I would make a terrible Nazi because I'm not over here, you know, perpetuating tyranny. And just conforming. Conforming. People... Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. At this point, I don't fucking care. Just keep, don't just keep your shit to yourself. Keep your shit to yourself. Don't put workers on the spot. Don't call us Nazis. <laughs> well, well, if I'm on the clock, I can't clock your ass. That's <laughs> true. So, just wait. At least wait till I clock out so that I could, you know, get, get and change in. your shirt. Yes, you and change take, take your name take tag my name tag off. <laughs> You're right. Put, put on a different mask. Put on a Walmart shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, process of elimination. Yeah. Yeah, we don't We say work it. at Kmart. We, <laughs> <laughs> we work at Jess and Abra's store. Mm-hmm. Um, store of giggles. Store of giggles. Dude. Store of song. That's all we do is sing. <laughs> Our we store of song. We actually don't work at all. <laughs> You know, we demand hazard pay for our singing. Absolutely. Should we tell everyone what we're drinking? Yes. Go ahead. We are drinking a drink that was made by Jess's boyfriend. It is a spicy margarita. Spicy margarita. Extra tequila in mine because I won't be driving. Yes. Less tequila in mine because I will be driving. Yeah. Yeah. Also in today's world, because this is going to segue... Yeah. Adele, the singer. Adele Dazim. <laughs> Please tell me you get that joke. No. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um Adele Dazim. Um um uh John Travolta okay. was trying to give present an award to Adina Menzel. <gasps> oh and he was like, Adele Dazim! And it was not her name. Um, oh, did I ever tell you that I saw Adina Menzel in Clausen's? I don't know what Clausen's is. It's this sandwich shop next to Track One. Okay, okay. Shout out to Found Movement Group. We were getting ready for a show. We were getting ready for Kaylin's show. So for those of you listeners who listened way back in the day when we first started the podcast and Kaylin was on the show and she talked about her show or whatever, the, the way I see it. Well, during one of those rehearsals... We were getting sandwiches, and everybody's like, Amber, Amber, turn around. It's Adina Menzel. It's Adele Dazeem. <laughs> <laughs> and we, like, slipped her one of the flyers to the, sh- to the show, and then we, like, ran around in the space and started playing Let It Go. Oh. And started singing Let It Go. You guys are such theater kids. Yeah. We, oh, God. We were just Bless so happy that it. we saw Adina Menzel. Yeah. So. Maybe you can put that clip on your Insta page. Maybe. I bet you can figure it out. You're a baby. Uh, okay. You keep me so young. Yeah, Jess is just an old lady. had a birthday. Just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I made her a cake. She did, and I poured rum all over it. Yeah. And then you got the last piece. Yes, yeah, so it was so good. Oh, so now I've had rum and tequila. Great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Call an Uber. Anyway, so Adele... 
She posted a picture. Oh, she did. <gasps> Set, yeah, you're right. Good she segue. posted a picture of herself. She hasn't really been in the public eye for a while because she's gone through a divorce. And she's like, working on myself. And she sure is. And yes. Well, she posted a picture and the world went nuts. Maddening. So, I, everyone knows that I despise fat phobia. I think it is one of the last things like kinds of oppression and discrimination that seems to still be permissible in society. Like nobody really wants to be a racist unless you're just just an extreme extreme racist. racist. Nobody wants to be labeled a sexist. No one wants to they're like, I'm not homophobic. I just love the sin. Love the sinner. <laughs> oh, they can't see our face. <laughs> Hopefully you know. that plays. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway. But, like, people think, oh, yeah, I can, like, say dumbass shit, harmful shit about people in larger bodies because under the guise of I'm just trying to promote health. Like, it's about her health. Or they're just dicks. But yes, they're just dicks. So everyone's like, oh my god, Adele, you look so pretty. Like, because you lost a lot of weight. And it's like, why do you, why, why is it that she's gorgeous and she had a glow up just because she lost weight? But then, like, body positive people are like, we should have celebrated her in the before and not just the after. Well then... I came across this post on Instagram by beauty underscore redefine. And she said, or they, I don't know who this person is. They say Adele is now an involuntary before and after image in our collective consciousness, whether it's body body positive advocates who championed her before or the many praising her after both reduce her to a body. She is more than a body and so are you. And she goes on to say that like your body image may have taken a blow seeing the headlines about Adele's weight loss because she was one of the very few so-called plus size female celebrities. And you know she talks about how like that is you know it's understandable that when you don't see a lot of representation of you you cling to the idealization of like Adele is my idol but should we put that on her she didn't even ask for that like she's just a person she was just I think being herself yeah she was just singing her song obviously more than a body mm-hmm. when you think Adele you think voice voice but she's a person and I thought about it and I was like yeah I hate that we assume that when people lose weight that that means that they're happy and I mean she's going through a divorce I don't know anyone who's <laughs> leaping for joy after <laughs> oh Jess is pointing to herself well I was <laughs> so happy to get a divorce well it was my idea okay but of course going through a divorce is a very stressful thing you don't know what your now opponent is going to throw at you during this whole process. So there was money on the line. There was there was just a lot on the line. And I kind of, I personally lost my appetite and I 
went from 100 pa 150 pounds to 130 pounds. Um, but I was very, beyond the stress of like, okay, I hope, I just want this to be over so I can move on. Um, I just lost my appetite and was, you know, eating popcorn and drinking wine for dinner. And that was fine for me. I was very happy with all that. I was very happy with that. And, uh, yes, I was, I was jumping for joy. I've never missed him for one day, for one moment, for one second. For sure. But, like, living off of popcorn and wine. Well, I wasn't living off of it because I wasn't poor. But, like, that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted then. And then he, uh, Chris took me out. And I had my first, like, home-made meal of mm -hmm. fucking fried chicken at... Do they know what, what city we live in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, over at Pinewood. Like, mm -hmm. fried chicken and, like, probably, like, like potatoes. And I was just like, oh, my God, real food. Mm -hmm. And then I gained all my weight back plus some dating him. And I'm, I weigh, I just weighed myself the other day. And I know what we're about to start talking about. Mm -hmm. But I weighed myself two days ago. And I weigh 170 pounds, the heaviest I've ever weighed in my life. But he thinks I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. But still, society and, like, numbers in this head. I'm like, oh, it would be great if I could maybe weigh 150 again. Mm -hmm. But goddamn. <clears throat> now I can't tell my mom about this podcast because I just said goddamn. Okay. I mean, all right, whatever. Whatever. She doesn't need. She my doesn't dad eat. listens, and I say fuck and shit and pussy and everything else. Hey, dad. Hey, dad. <laughs> <sighs> I'm probably gonna edit that out. That's fine. Mm, yeah. So I. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it. I definitely still get in that mindset of like, oh, it would be great if I weighed what I weighed in high school or this and that but then I'm also like your body is it's I think we need to get out of the notion of we can get into this more but the notion that my body isn't good until mm. or my body is good because dot 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 but like your body is good because it's yours mm -hmm. And so whatever state it's in, like, be, like, accepting, like, I accept that this is where my body is now. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to want to change. Like, if you want to lose weight, okay. But I think, like, the motive behind it is where right. it gets, it's like, is it because you think, is it because that's an internal thing that you think is going to make you happy? Or is it because someone or society said, like, you would be better off if you were smaller? Like, your worth is measured by your weight or your size? Do you think it's hard to even separate the voices, first of all, that you've heard your whole life and seen on TV your whole life, and then try to find where you are? Because, like, wait, which is it? Am I fine that he thinks I'm 170 pounds? Yeah, it makes me feel good. That I don't, that this isn't like something that is just always on my mind like I did in my marriage because I was bigger than him mm -hmm. because he was a small man. He mm -hmm. was a smaller man. And, but is it also like, oh, 
I would love to fit into my pants a little better. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, great. He, he loves my shape. Perfect. That's one fucking less thing off my mind. But yeah, do I need to like feel a little bit better in my pants? Yes. <laughs> but you could just buy new pants. But do but you don't know how cheapskate I am. I know. Just asking. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, that's the thing too. Like, well, people have these ideas of uh that your weight is fixed, and I think over time, like your as you change and grow, like there's a there's gonna be some fluctuation. Yeah. And different seasons of your life, like, you And know. he always says to me, you've never been this old. Right. And how true is that? Mm-hmm. I just turned 22. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. 22. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But I am learning to just accept it. And obviously... <laughs> I want to be healthy, but I think health isn't just about, like, the number on the scale, but it's about, you know... Speaking of health, don't forget your drink behind you. Oh, I... Look, y'all know I babysit my drink. <laughs> and your cake, apparently. Yeah, I babysit everything, because I'm a mom. Because you're the mom? Mombra? Mombra. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new name, y'all. Mombra. Mary, did you know? Mombra, did you know? Oh, I knew. Alright. But yeah, so, I don't know. So I guess that segues into what we're really here for. Girl. And Jess has a lot I of notes. I have extensive notes and some screenshots. My notes go, my notes go, yeah, backwards. Well, first of all, the background, like, people are like, hey, why do you have this random girl on your podcast? So we, every day at work, well, I can't remember. Oh, we got into it because of cults. Yes. Our love of cults. Our love of cults, which I've been wanting to do an episode or two about cults. Um, but I kind of think Alicia's not into that. So I've been like searching for someone that I can talk about cults with. And then Jess was one day like, have you heard of this podcast called Zealot? And they talk yes. about cults. Yes. And so she got me into that. And then I already was listening to another podcast that did extensive shit on Jonestown. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't sleep for two days because I was so disturbed. <laughs> but yet so informed. I dreamed about Gwen all night long. So we're here to talk about someone who actually is a local here local in Tennessee. Local. So don't come for me in these streets. But I feel like this is a great combination to talk about cults to talk about diet culture to talk about religion prophetesses and prophetesses that seek to make a profit Pro mm. yes are you a prophet or, or do you want to make a profit mm, yes because you can't do both she is but she is is gwen, gwen shamblin lara I actually never heard of this woman. Of the Remnant. The Remnant, the Remnant Church. Church. Yep. Remnant Fellowship Church in Brentwood, Tennessee, which is basically Nashville. And, yeah, <laughs> It's the rich people's Nashville. <laughs> yes. Don't even read my notes. Because I feel like you're reading my notes. Yeah. 
basically all the yuppies, but not old money, but new money. Or mostly. Like, or like you don't have money yet, but you want some money? Maybe. Brentwood. Brentwood. No shade to my friends who live in Brentwood. <sighs> Keep listening. But yeah. So Miss Miss Gwen. Um, let me pull up my notes. I'm a terrible host right now. But I've just been Well, he okay, you told me about this wonderful woman, I don't know her name, that has her own YouTube channel, Fundy Fridays. Yeah, that's she her YouTube channel. Was wonderful. Yes. She kind of went into the she, Remnant mm-hmm. Fellowship. And so I I started at her diving board and just hopped off and like fell into Google Image and her website. Um, and then some of just her church videos that she has. And do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so, but I want to get the background. We were at work. At lunch, and you were asking me, have you ever heard of The Way Down? And I was like, is that a song? (laughs) And you're like, no, not W-A-Y, but way, as in how much do you weigh? And so Gwen, Shamblin' Lara, she started The Way Down Workshop. In the... 80s? Yeah, in 1986. Yeah. After working for the health, she worked for the health department and she was a food and nutrition instructor. And she's been Tennessee girl her whole life, right? Yeah. Yeah. At University of Memphis. She has a degree in dietetics and nutrition. Mm -hmm. So she's educated. Mm -hmm. Like, on the surface, homegirl knows what she's talking about. Yep. We should just trust the experts. Yeah. Let's trust her. Let's trust her. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. There's always a catch. So, in the Way Down Workshop, it basically is a combination of dieting and God. It's lettuce in Jesus. Lettuce in Jesus. And the only way to be let in is if you, what, lose weight. Weight. So it's taught, she taught principles for those who wanted to desperately, and this is from the website, the Way Down website, like for those that wanted to desperately lose weight, woven in with Bible-based principles, and like this is the 80s, so it was like audio tapes and totally little small classes. And, yes, yeah, yeah, church yeah. classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then in 1992, word gets out and churches are like, we want our hands on this shit. There we go. And so they're like, let's make it into a seminar. And so she gets all the media stuff together and now it's a seminar and all these churches, like Catholic churches, Protestant churches, evangelical churches, they all want to do the way down. Can I totally jump in right here? Mm -hmm. Because, and of course, where are my notes? But. Like she's got, Jess has like three four pages i do this is impressive okay this was at my church in ogalley it was called ogalley christian church Mm. my mom pressured me to do this all this watching these videos and listening to her talk on larry king i i was like oh this sounds familiar oh this is that bitch that made my mom Say shit to me when I was a preteen. 
-hmm. and a early, early teen. Um, the biggest woman at my church lost over a hundred pounds and within a year it was all back. Like this shit made it to my home church, my non-denominational church in Florida. And I, I'm like listening to this quack job online and I'm like, this influenced my life. And some of the stuff that I'm going to talk to you about in my notes, like this has been in my head until like last week. Like I think of her little like tips and tricks on how to like not overeat. Mm. And I couldn't believe it that this is the lady. And that's in my head. And it's been like brainwashing me since I was a teenager because of my mother making me feel like I'm not good enough. Oh, you're putting on weight. You need to... Oh, why don't you try this? Oh, why don't you take smaller bites and chew longer? Mm -hmm. <sighs> mm. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It's like, oh, this is actually... This is why What's-Her-Face lost all that weight. Her. Gwen. Then, late... Okay, so then she's on, like, Larry King. Yes. 2020. Did you watch that, you watch mm -hmm. that clip? Okay. 2020, The View... Are you going to name who I named? Who else? Oh, I just wrote She was three. on Tyra Banks. <gasps> That's right. Girlfriend. And I used to religiously watch Ty the Tyra did you, show. Did you and watch this clip? You did And then I had to recall, and I was like, you know, that is some shit that Tyra would have on her show. I watched it. I watched the Remnants uh, clip, like, cut, 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 of all the Tyra shit. Um... Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, she was on Tyra. She taught Tyra how to eat. She she how taught. To eat. Hang on. She taught Tyra how to eat a chip in four bites. And look at it. Make sure you get salt on it. Oh, you want basically whatever shows up on your plate. Cut it in half and only eat half and take the rest home. And basically, I'm pretty sure Gwen's like just eat about eight to nine bites and then you're full. But your brain it takes. About 20 minutes for your brain. Take a drink of water. And she was drinking soda, which I only can assume it was diet. They mm -hmm. didn't show it on the Tyra clip because it was just, like, cut together. But And Gwen, oh, and there was some sort of, da -da -da. it looked like all her, <laughs> where was my, there was another clip of all her, all of Gwen's friends going out to eat mm. and um, and how they eat together. Ava, do you want to share? Let's share the chimichanga or chimichurri or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and that's how we that's how we order at restaurants. We cut it in half and we share and like, it. Really, we share it and um, and that's how we do. There was a. <sighs> I remember this. I remember this episode. Like, I remember that clip when they went out to eat, and they were like, we're going to share. And I just remember watching it thinking, like, oh, uh, this is normal. Because, like, that shit is so normalized. <gasps> wow. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, the Tyra show. She's like, show me how to eat a chip in four bites. And all her friends met at a place called Cozy Mel must be out of business now. I assume it was like shot in like the Nashville area and all her girlfriends. This is how we eat and da 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 da. Wow. But the thing is just like a lot of that stuff that she's saying like I hear I've heard other people say 
like oh it's all about portion control it's all about this and that and like well don't worry she brings jesus right into it yeah okay so then 1997 is when she publishes the way down diet book Mm -hmm. so now this shit is accessible to everybody you don't have to go to church. I thought you were going to say earthlings. <laughs> no. Everybody. Everybody. So now you don't have to go to the church to get the seminar. You just read the book. Mm-hmm. Which Well, you got to buy it. Well, yes. But buy my book. Buy the book. And everybody knows, hint, hint, you know, people who are, people are like pastors who are like super rich like, why are they so rich? Like, it can't be because everybody's paying tithes. A lot of that shit is from book sales. Mm-hmm. That's how you get money. Mm-hmm. You write a book. Write a book. And you get everybody to buy it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's true for everybody because I do know other people that have written books and they're still <laughs> on the struggle bus. <laughs> and I'm not laughing because that's funny. I'm just saying, like... It doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't work for everybody. But it does work for cute little white girls like Gwen. Who are like, look at me and look at A, B, C, and D over here. We all did it. So can you. you. Because it's a whole culture thing. And of course, you're probably a mom. Could be a mom who's like trying to get that baby weight off. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just keep it going. Keep going. So then in 1999 is when she founded Remnant Fellowship Church. Mm. And they, according to the website, it says they have uh, over a hundred other locations. Is that right? Maybe satellite locations? Or like satellite locations in like a hundred different cities. I mean, if she said it, it's probably true. Well. (laughs) And like, okay, so on the website, you know, they're claiming to be the solution to permanent weight loss. Uh That they're not like these other diet fads where you lose the weight and you gain it back and then some. Again, the woman at my church Mm -hmm. lost all that weight. Gained it back. Put it all back. Yeah. Or, you know, she talks about like, we don't, we're not the yo-yo, like the yo-yo dieting. Like, they claim to not be that. Like, this is a permanent solution. And you're going to learn how to conquer overeating. And you're going to learn how to eat regular foods. Like she's teaching Tyra how to eat a fucking chip. In four bites. In four bites. Instead of one. drinking between each fucking bite. bite. Y'all, if I... That is classic behaviors of people who have eating disorders. Or yeah. struggle with like some form of disordered eating. Like, yeah. She's basically promoting disordered eating. Like, eat the chip how you want to eat the chip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, don't worry. She'll guilt you with the Lord. Yeah. And then, she, like she says, we're going to learn how to stop binging. Okay. Okay. And then the bit, here's the key. Transfer relationship to food over to God. Basically replace your love for food with love for God. I wouldn't go with love for God. I would go with obsession. Mm. You need to have an obsession and a relationship. Like a covenant. Do not cheat on Jesus. 
Let me just get through my notes. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go well, to town. Okay. Okay. You need to replace your addiction mm -hmm. to clinging to God. I mean, okay. clinging to God. You need to be spiritually addicted to Him. Hmm. Do not eat when you're not hungry. That equates greediness. She wants you to have hunger pains and then take about eight to nine bites. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wrote, I wrote OMG a lot in my notes. Mm -hmm. OMG. This motherfucking marriage analogy. Wife. Okay, this is her analogy to, like, being, a, like, addicted to God. The wife may forget to do the husband's laundry. And he might forget to call after a late golf game, which is, like, fucking rolls. This is in her this website. This is very heteronormative. It is. And very, like, assuming, like, that everyone plays golf or, like, this... This is some white people shit. It, it is, and and the funny thing rich about rich white people shit. Yes, and let me yes and that mm -hmm. by the fact that she's in charge. She wears the technical pants at this church. Mm -hmm. Everyone worships her, but she is very. She pretends like, oh, my husband's in charge. Da da da. Sounds because like another, that's what she. That sounds like another person preaches. we know about. Phyllis Schlafly. Watch oh. Mrs. America. Watch Mrs. America yeah. on Hulu. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. The wife might forget to do the husband's laundry, and he might forget to call after a late golf game. Do they stop loving each other? No. no. They don't? No. But <gasps> what if the wife's heart starts wandering to his best friend? I see your face. But hang on. But then she doesn't do his laundry. When no laundry comes from an adulterous heart. Okay. Uh-huh. You only have to be greedy to do the will of God. I think that note is wrong. I think so. But I think you get what I'm trying to yes. say. <laughs> I think, did I so hear? basically she's saying that if you forget to do your husband's laundry. It's fine. But if you are you're have a cheating heart... And you're doing it out of spite. It's like, if you're eating when you're not hungry, is it, is it, is it coming through? Yes. If you're basically just saying, if you, if you're eating when you're not hungry, you're being greedy and therefore being adulterous to God because God wants you to like, wants all of you. It's a heart thing. And She's God, trying to say it's yeah, a heart thing. God expects you to be thin. So. <laughs> he doesn't want you to be a greedy motherfucker. And yeah. And trying to say that like if you're not thin you're greedy. Yes. And, and the creepy thing about her church. And what I was told a couple years ago. By someone who grew up in, in um, uh, Brentwood. Is that you have to be invited to her church. You can't show up. Like, and it shows if you have been, and it's all, it's not about uh, faith, it's about works, obviously. Uh. And so, if you're the fucking skinniest bitch there, you're obviously the closest to God. And everyone can look at you and tell. 
and it's messed up. But what if you're really skinny because, like, you are sick? Like, my best friend, when she got cancer, she got really, really thin, not because she ate chips and four bites, but because... And prayed the whole time. Yeah, it was because of the chemo. Well, Gwen would have been like, do you want to join my church? Wow. I'm going to have you on my panel. But she was dying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Gwen would have been like, we're going to pray for you and it's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, Also, you have a marriage covenant, which I have... It's very trigger warning with that word. Yeah. You have a marriage covenant with God. And giving your heart to anything else is a violation. I go, what the fuck? Don't cheat on God, y'all. Y'all are a couple. You must place your heart in his hand and leave it there. Hang on. Uh Hang on. Did you know what happens when you place your heart in his hand? Permanent weight control is the result. And that is from her website. Permanent weight control. So if you start overeating, obvious, every the congregation knows that you're a big fucking fat sinner. Mm-hmm. And that's so... The stress you have to feel of just trying to show up at her church and be like, oh, everyone can see that I had... Da, 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 I ate too much this week. Da. It's insane. So... Why Why would anybody want to... I mean, this is a rhetorical question. Jones is, probably. You know. But when I think of church, like, I mean, actually, no. Because if you replace this diet, like, there's other things that other churches do to try to shame you, to make you think, like, I'm not good enough. Like, if you're not doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Like, even down to, like, the conversation we were having before we started recording. Like, the speaking in tongues. Like... Mm. There are churches that teach that if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. You're not close to God. And so everybody walks around with this pressure to get the gift of tongues. And if they don't, if they can't speak in tongues, they're like, you better try to fake they're like, it. fuck, I'm not good enough. Like, what's the name of Moses' baby? Moses had a baby? His lineage. You and your mom? Oh, Noah, not <laughs> Moses. <laughs> Rohobo Sheba. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> Rohobo Sheba. So, yeah, if you are in a toxic church and you can't get out and they're asking you to And you need a tongue. And you need a tongue. Just read those names in the <laughs> Old Testament and put a little drama behind it. And there you are. Rohobo Sheba. <laughs> And like Brett, like if they ask you to speak on the mic, you have to, you know, get a little spit in there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For real. It's like you have to perform. Yeah. It's really no different. It's just like two toxic structures coming together. Oh. Okay. Talking about speaking of toxic structures. Or systems. I don't know. My notes. Okay, I love that it's all... In 2002, she bought and donated 40 acres, problematic, in Brentwood (laughs) to the church. First off, 
how rich and white can you get in Brentwood, which is like a callback from, from what you said. Mm -hmm. Secondly, bitch, the church is you. I bought this land and I donated it to the church, a.k.a. me. Then, in oh, I'm sorry, the church is you and your shit is now tax-free because you're a fucking church. In 06, she donated the Way Down organization to the church. Which okay. is her. Which is her again. And that tax is motherfucking free again. This bitch lives straight up on a plantation. Mm-hmm. Her husband she, locks all the doors <laughs> every night. She, she, <laughs> oh, we have a lot of doors in this place. Um, okay, all right, here's that card up my sleeve I was talking about. Okay. All right, look. So, of course, she got a div Okay, we're going to have to circle back to her, her divorce. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Which she got in 2018. No shade. But the fact that sh her husband... Oh, I can't remember his first name. My John? I think it's John. I think so. The reason I don't have a problem with her current husband... And let me let you describe what you see. <laughs> okay, so I see a picture on the right. I see a picture of the character Sully from Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Which, my boyfriend! Which, for those of you that don't know, my dad knows this. If you're listening, dad. Was one of my favorite television shows as a kid. Dr. Quinn made me gay, by the way. Mm, amen. But, yes. Joe Lando as Sully. Oh, praise. And then on the left is a picture of John. Yeah. Who played Tarzan. Yes, he did in the 90s. In the 90s. And both of them are like eye candy. And they're know. very much, they look they alike. Look very much alike. They have the long hair <sighs> and the, you know, nice chest and muscles. I tried to get their tits out for the side by side. Yeah. Mm. But like. Why does Tarzan have this monkey on Because his... Tarzan in the jungle. I mean, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's the only reason why you don't have a problem with her husband. Right. Because <laughs> he looks like Sully. Because he looks like Only Sully. in the 90s. They both did not age well. Yeah. But I can hold on to this. Clearly. Mm, well. But those clips that Fundy Fridays was showing, they kept showing, like, clips of him like looking terrified like next to her like oh. with the close-ups where he's like uh like he's trapped almost like <laughs> katie katie holmes and oh, tom, uh, cruise. tom cruise like 10 years two cults those ten, are two ten cults ten years from now this john guy's gonna be like katie who's like i had to get away and katie got herself shit what's Django's name at irl Django. There's all sorts of I'm gossip. Not, I've lost it. <laughs> that Katie Holmes is with. Oh my god, the actor that plays Django. Uh, a sexy black man. Help me Will out here. No. <laughs> Why did I Will Smith? <laughs> and it's not Denzel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh. See that movie? You didn't see Django? No. <clears throat> why would I, Jess? Why do I need to re-traumatize? Oh. I'm just playing. I'm, <laughs> but you're like, I like seriously. to pretend like 
You're mad at me all the time. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Why did I, I knew, like I saw Jamie Foxx in my head and I said, Will (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's on you. That is on me. That is on me. Not on me. I think I was thinking about Will Smith because they talk about like, are Will and Jada like in Scientology? Oh, I think they're swingers too. That's gossip I've heard. Don't listen to me. Whatever. Watch her Red Table Talk. It's good. Okay. Yeah. I will. You have to watch it on Facebook because that's the only way you get it. Send it to me. Okay. I'm old. Okay. So, again, Gwen is just so giving because she's bought this land, given it to the church, a.k.a. her, and then taken her company and given it to the church, a.k.a. her. No, no taxes. She's so rich. Okay. Da-da-da. Okay. And then I write, can they all look more lacy in their white southern asshole clothes. Did you see all yeah. the like Okay, it's a it's a thing. Da 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 in the south. Okay, positives. Let me just hit these positives really quick about this church. There's positives. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's all about divorce now that she got a divorce. Okay. She divorced her fat husband, mm-hmm. which I'm like, are you are the men allowed to be fat? Yes. It's hers. Okay, positives, divorce, great. Now they're allowed to get divorced, yay. You're allowed to dance and drink and show cleavage. Those are moderation. Correct. But you can. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are my only positives. Oh. (laughs) That's it. That's my list. I was ready for more. No, I wish there was. Mm. Okay, again, salvation through works, duh. Skinny. If you're not skinny, you're obviously not doing. So they're not a Christian church. Because most Christians believe that you're saved by grace and not by works. Grace through faith. Grace through faith. Right. And a lot of churches dumped her material and disowned her. Once they found out. No, once they found out also she doesn't believe in the Trinity. Which, which, now hang on. She's a heretic. Well, hear hear this out. Because this came from her website and I kind of thought she had a point. Because it's like the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit... But God doesn't report to the Holy Spirit. She had this whole thing where I like, read that she basically was like, God sends the Holy Spirit, but the right. Holy and God sent Jesus, but the Holy Spirit doesn't send anybody. That's her point. Which I there didn't are, hate. There actually are a lot. I of, didn't hate it. There actually are a lot of Christians who don't believe in the Trinity in that literal way, where how it's all equal. And she's like, yeah, "Is it? That's, that's the Father." That's still a big debate in the church. And then it's like, who cares? Because it doesn't mention the word Trinity in the Bible, which, yeah, of course, the Bible wasn't written in English. Okay, <laughs> so da 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 cleavage, great, love it. Okay, she's. Oh my, what is that word? I mean, when's the last time I wrote in any sort of pen? She's a prophetess. <laughs> oh okay, my. so she thinks she's a prophetess. So she, God sent her to do you, do you spread look the at this gospel word? Of, of the diet. Wait, what? Shit, where's my, she's a prophetess. There's a weird word over here. Oh. What lives in what's this word? She's a she prophet- lives in a plantation. Oh, thank you. We already said that. She lives on a fucking plantation. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, I, a I, lot of white people live on plantations in the south. <laughs> I saw the drone footage of their house. I feel like they must have built onto that plantation because it looks like a new build. 
It's she gotta said be like, they built. It was built originally in like the 1800s. 18, like eighteen teens. Yeah, but I'm sure they've done some work on it since then. You know, totally. Yeah, all those doors. They have, that to, he up, has to, lock. They have to update the slave quarters they, to make it. You know, not slave quarters. <laughs> I hope it's haunted. Oh God, I hope they fucking haunt them. Did you did you watch the clip where he's like, oh, we heard a bump in the night and yeah. I sent her downstairs. Yeah. Which, in his vows, because I watched that fucking clip of their marriage, oh, he's like, if any any trials come, I won't be behind you, I'll be in front of you. And then I was like, I just watched a clip where you sent her downstairs to yeah. make sure the house was safe. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's the patriarchy at its finest. Dude. Also, they are not allowed to listen to anything. No music except her son, her son, Michael Shamblin, whose music is not that great. It's not in that great, in my opinion. And the music videos are funny because I'm like, I know exactly where you are in this. <laughs> yeah. oh, you're down at Shelby, Shelby Bottoms. Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like everyone in Nashville basically wants to be a musician and. There are a lot of talented people here, but I don't think he is no. one of them. No, but uh, but he's instantly famous because he's he's the music. He's the he's the, the minister music. of music. He's he's <laughs> the music of his mother's cult. They're not allowed to listen to anything but his music or her teachings. Now that's just okay. So that's where we draw the line because even the like problematic churches that are like you have to do what we do, like you have to do what we say. They'll at least let you listen to other people's music. Or like my like, favorite we're gonna, murder. We're gonna, we're gonna sing Chris Tomlin songs. Ooh, we're ooh. gonna sing Donnie McClurkin. Hang on. I want to I wanna name one. What was the one I mentioned this morning? Oh, yeah. I love him. Dave Crowder. Dave Crowder. Yes. Yes. In Christ alone, my hope is found. Here is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground. Far through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depth of peace. When fears are still and striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. You're welcome. That was yes. great. That, we bless you for that A selection. Sister Abra, your harmony was on point. That that was an A selection. Mm. Um We'll have a B selection P.S. Later. Dave Crowder did not write that song. No, but he popularized it. Or he could have covered it. Every Christian artist covers everybody else's songs. To where we don't know. Like that song, There is power in the name of Jesus To break every chain, break every chain Break every chain. Okay, so the white people think that Jesus culture wrote that song. But the black people know that it's Tasha Cobb. <laughs> Never heard of it. But, but every, it's beautiful. But everybody sings that shit. Well, that's because you haven't been to church in how long? Six, 
seven. Yeah, see that song was hours. Oh, you but <laughs> just kidding. Okay, years. Well, that song was very popular about five. Ever since ago. I started at Kmart, I work <laughs> on Sunday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I work on Sunday mornings. Right. And then, oh my God, the divorce, and he called, y'all. The asshole best friend of my ex-husband was like, ring, ring, you should call, first of all, the person that married you, which was my father, Mm -mm. who I do not have a good relationship with. So Steve calls my dad, A, I'm pissed that you called the guy that I've been complaining to you about for five years. Yes. And I only asked my dad to do the wedding because I didn't want him to walk me down the aisle. Mm. So, so he calls my fucking dad and then he calls our pastor and his wife. So sitting in a, uh, y'all, it's fine. But I work on Sunday mornings at Kmart, so I don't go to church. But when I heard that they prayed against abortions, being legalized in Ireland, I was like, never mind. I Why Ireland? Because it was like, it was a couple years ago and they were going to legalize it officially in oh, Ireland. Oh, right. And they like prayed against it at the pulpit. Mm. And um, well, a fellow, a fellow church member showed up at Kmart and was like, hey. And I was like, dude, I haven't been back in a while because I work. And he's like, oh, me and my wife feel kind of uncomfortable there. Eh. I love how everyone's going to think that we work at Kmart. Is there even a Kmart in this vicinity? I don't know. I don't think so. I think Kmart is done. Me too. Unless it's in your hometown. Holler. Holler for a dollar. (coughs) Bless. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. Divorces. Yay. Positive. Dancing, drinking, Drinking. cleavage. Let's keep cleavage in mind. But no food. Oh, shit. So you're just going to drink and... You oh get gosh. eight to nine bites, though. That's not enough <laughs> after a hangover. <laughs> after a hangover. I need a whole cheeseburger. <laughs> I love it. I need a double bacon cheeseburger from Sonic. Yo. With cheese tots. Yo. Did you catch, and I will show you this. Did you catch this lyric from Michael Shamblin? Read, I could, read this lyric I out loud. I couldn't listen. Oh, don't worry. I watched it. In 20 years' time, are we all working for Asians? I'm sorry. And first of all, watching all these clips, I didn't see any Asian people in their congregation. What's the context? I don't know. So bas- maybe they are prophets because is this basically predicting I said, oh my God, are they? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. No. They're, okay. <laughs> This is my conspiracy theory. They work for Trump. And that's okay, why Trump ma'am. is calling... Okay, ma'am. That's why Trump is calling it the Chinese virus. Did he stop calling it that by now? Oh. I mean, we don't He's know. He's a racist He's, I motherfucker. I can't. But in 20 years' time, are we all working for Asians? I mean, I don't know about you, but a lot of customers at Kmart <laughs> have been, you know, implying... That, you know, this is grown in a lab. It's the Asians' fault. Yes, I get We're it. We're all working for the Asians. But watching all this 
remnant fellowship footage, I haven't seen one fucking Asian in their congregation. And why would it say in 20, are we all working for Asians? Like, that's a bad thing. It's not. Right. It, are they racist? Yes. I've seen, I've seen enough black sprinkled in. Well, those are their tokens, so they can I, say, we're not racist. We're not we racist. black members. Dot, dot, dot. They're based, but those people are probably like Candace Owens. You know who that is? Tell our felt. Candace Owens is this young black woman who is a Republican. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being a Republican. Mm. Chris has something to do, something about log cabin Republicans. And- okay. But mm. she is like pro-Trump, like pro-conservative. She's not our clueless gal. She's like the black version. A black version, but also way more educated and refined. She's not the clueless actress. No, she's not an actress at all. She's like a political, like she's in the early stages of what could be a very, like, prominent political career. Mm. In my opinion, I think. I thought you were gonna say amnesia or some shit. No, she's like. If she keeps going down the road she's going on, like, I could see her getting very far in conservative politics. Okay. Yeah, Candace Owens. She's basically, like, a political version, more political, like, refined, educated version of Tommy Loran. I was going to say, what about that Make, I don't think that's a good... That's not a good person to compare her to, but, like... um. Who's the asshole in charge of HUD? Excuse me. Oh, uh... I want to say Carson, but... Yes. 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 That's a... That's... Yeah. What's the She's... Name? Carson. Something. Ben Carson. Ben. Ugh. Yeah. She's kind of like that. Not Carson like, Daly for all you like young kids. she... There's a... Con- there was like a convention for young, like, black Trump supporters... Like, millennials, like, who were, they had Make America Great Again hats on, like, like they're the basically, like, that young like man. while Black Lives Matter is in the streets, mm-hmm. like, these people are on the other street mm-hmm. saying, adjacent, MAGA, 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 uh-huh. but they're black. I hear you. I'm going to do another episode about that another yes. time, but. Anyway, they have black people, Remnant has black people in their church, but I would imagine that there's a lot of tokenism going on. It has to be. And there's a lot of people who are, I mean, brainwashing. Oh, if you're a cult, what's like one of the top factors of cults is brainwashing. Unfortunately, I have a note on this exact thing to specifically with an African-American family. Mm -hmm. I guess you didn't get that far. Okay. I knew you were going deep, so Ooh. I just Shit. let you go. <laughs> Dude. Okay. On a note before we get there. Um, they want you to... If you wake up in the middle of the night, Abra, God oh, wants, wants you, you to, to pray. pray. Okay. I, yep. Bitch, I snore myself awake all night long. Mm-hmm. All night long. Everyone... Uh, oh, well... Sh- the girl on the YouTube channel mm-hmm. said she wants everyone to move to the area. I know she's got people all around the world, and she's fine with that. 
Okay, so a story. Chris and I were down in Brentwood at the local taco. Mm -hmm. Have you been there? Yes. It's a cute place. Good the, yummy tacos. The tacos are so good. Um, we met a server there. It's okay. Babe, you can, <laughs> oh, you can okay. jump into this, the story. This is a great, yeah, come you on. Were, come here. You were there. You were over here. Come on, Chris. The, the problem is we're trying to no, give you here. Some space. Come here really quick. So we're at the local taco, and we meet a server, and anywhere we kind of go, Raz is just the type of person to be like, where are you from? How long have you been in town? What brings you here? Yeah, what brings you here? And she says, my church. Yeah, she said, my church. And it's like, your church? Are you a singer? That's what I always say. Are you a singer? This uh, is where the microphone your church? is. Oh. oh, we're on mic. Oh, we're live. Hey, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just talking to Abra. No. So, yeah, so I asked her, like, what brings you here? Are you a, and she said her church, so then I automatically think it's Nashville, so you're a singer. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's here performing and singing with a church group or something. And then she says this church's name that I wasn't familiar with. The Remnant but Fellowship. Jess was familiar with it. Mallory had just told us about yeah, this cult. Yeah, just told us about it maybe a couple days ago so at work. So recently to when we, yeah, we met her. And uh, she moved from Washington State with her mother. And she says the name of the church. And, of course, she's white, young, skinny. Fragile thin, skeleton fuck. thin. So skinny. And uh, and just precious. Just super. And she was a super nice young lady. Super sweet. But she was very thin. And she was talking about, you know, the church. Oh, you should come. And da, da, da. Not to me. She oh, was saying yeah, no that Jess, that Jess should come. <laughs> <laughs> because, as no you can tell, shit. And when I'm she welcome. left, I'm kicking him <laughs> under the table. I, I'm like, that's what Mallory was just telling. That's the cult we just learned about. Wow, that's crazy. I'm just, right under our nose. Right here. Under our nose. Sounds wow. like another cult that I was telling very, about. Very crazy cult. At work at Kmart. At Kmart, we work at Kmart on the podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kmart's a cult, too. So so then the YouTube gal, like, talks about, oh, kind of abuse of children in this church. And it's funny because they mentioned kids not fidgeting in church, and I just thought Raz would get smacked and hit at black church. You better. <laughs> and I just thought, okay, that's nothing new in black church. Yeah. I mean, well, I didn't get hit in church for fidgeting, but but you people were, would. You were you you get a spanking if you mess. But all your mama had to do was give you them eyes mm. in church, and you knew if you kept on, you was gonna get a whooping when you get home. And my dad was a preacher, so he could sit in the pulpit, which means he could see me right acting up. Like if I acted up in the pew, then you'd get it later. Yeah. Well. Unfortunately, fucking takes the biggest turn at right after this. Oh, you're not allowed to fidget in church. Da da da. In 2003, a, unfortunately, a black family. Uh, I did read about this. Uh, they his killed name their is, son. His name is Joseph Smith, which is like oh, God. straight up Mormon. Oh, and no. She's like, no, no, not that Joseph Smith. The other one. Fucking kills their precious little boy, and 
so uh, this is my this is my thoughts as I'm getting this because I don't know they're black yet. Joseph Smith, blah blah blah. Two thousand three, a family killed their kid. Fuck, it's a black family. Surprise, the church stood by them. Unless the couple could be like, the church told us to do this. Mm. The church, A, paid their bail. Mm -hmm. And then paid for two websites to go up. The Smiths, the something Smiths are innocent. Yeah. And then they paid for the opposing. The Smiths are guilty. Guilty, which which refers them back to the Smiths are innocent. Um, Because, of course... If they're fucking preaching this, like, do this to your kid, punish them if they're not A, B, C, and D, then they would want to protect their assets, basically. Yeah. Because any, any, like, like, bashing Mm -hmm. goes back to them and hurts their dollar. They don't give a shit about people. Right. So, unfortunately... Uh, witnesses, according to this lady on YouTube, the witnesses say it's the worst case of child abuse they've ever seen. Fuck, they were found guilty. Which, honestly, I didn't get a chance to after 11 p.m. last night to look this up on its own. But, um, I do want to look into that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm the kind Yikes. of person that kind of wants to see crime scene footage. Same, but then I won't sleep for two days. Uh, I'll probably sleep, but I'll dream about it. That's why I don't want to go to sleep for two days. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very vivid dreamer. Dude, I was thinking about her all last night. I couldn't... It was so painful not to talk to you about it while we put up polo t-shirts today at, <laughs> at Kmart. Kmart. <laughs> okay, so... Do you have any notes? Because I will jump right well, back in. Well, I, so I wanted to kind of segue back to the, like, diet part a little okay. bit. Okay, yes. And just kind of sharing my thoughts about that. I did find this review on WebMD, which, like, oh. we could take that with a grain of salt. Sure, you know? let's do it. But, like, they give. Like, around the rim of my margarita? Yes. They, <laughs> they <laughs> give a review of the Way Down Diet, because... I think people, like, if you look at the Way Down Diet, like, at face value, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why is it bad to manage what you eat? Blah, blah, blah. AKA eight or nine bites. Yeah. Well, even some people might think, like, even if we take the extremes out of, like, putting a number of how many bites you take, like, a lot of people would still say, like, cutting your portion in half like how many times do we hear people at work say shit like that like oh i i hear it all the time at work where people talk about calorie intake and portion sizes and all the tricks all the tricks i've already discussed it with multiple managers that i don't care about learning people's names or listening to them I can't. I can't. Yeah, but I hear it all the time. Mm. It's a lot of times it happens when you're not there. Yeah, you miss. I think because we dominate the break room, so we dominate the conversation. In Kroger. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, um, but they say (laughs) the promise. Like, have you ever thought of leaning into your religious faith to help you lose weight? Mm. Because there is a move, like a movement of people that like 
health like we talk about holistic health all the time on this podcast like I just did an episode with Rachelle about holistic healing and we didn't talk about food per se but like how it's mind body spirit like it can't just be one thing like you want to right take care of the whole self right and so that makes sense like while definitely not your typical diet book the way down diets concept is that you can change your relationship with food by strengthening your relationship with God and I thought well I grew up maybe not with the sense of like the food thing but when I was in church a lot and like especially in college people were like you want to replace your love for blank with love for God like you don't want to make this your idol you want to put God first and so maybe for in Gwen's rationale she's like no taxes because people have have made food their idol that's why they are fat and she also will very sporadically throw in drugs Drugs, alcohol. Um, that's what I'm saying. Pornography. That's what I'm getting at. But like, then it's like, lose the weight. But maybe pornography <laughs> yeah. and drugs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, she has to say that. So because that's, she sounds Because it sounds familiar. Because a lot of other churches say the same thing. They're like, drugs are bad. Drinking is bad. Pornography is bad. You've made these things your idol, but when you put God first, it'll change your whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's the whole premise of like evangelism today. Like this, you're broken right. and God is going to fix you. Right. Only God can do this. And so um, they say, they go down to like what you can eat and what you can't, you know, on the website. This is on WebMD. From doing WebMD. This is their review of oh, the diet. Okay. So they're like, the way down diet is about how much you eat and not about foods you must eat or avoid. So it's not like keto or right, 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 right. You can eat like brownies. That. Oh, you can eat brownies and I can eat brownies at the same time, and one of us can be sinning because it's about the heart, because not about the brownie. About, uh-huh. Because yes, yeah. yes, yes. So they they say listen to your body, notice when you're full, and stop eating. <clears throat> Those concepts apply regardless of faith. To find out what hunger feels like, the Way Down Diet recommends that you don't eat anything until your stomach grumbles. Uh, can I so tell basically, you, wait till you get hangry. Can I tell you that that shit, when I heard her say that on Larry King, on that old ass fucking 90s clip, when she was on Larry King Live, I was like, this is what's been a tiny voice in my head. Since I was a teenager, because my mom was like, you don't need to eat this whole pint of ice cream. And you're gaining weight, and I can tell. And sure, maybe she's looking out for my health, but maybe she's not. Like, I don't do Maybe she just wants you to conform. <laughs> maybe she wants to me the to. the ways of the Lord. Or the way I used to look when I was eight. Or mm. 13 when I was all legs. But that's like never going to happen because you're never going to be 13 again. True. Anyways, it's funny because I'm not going to give her this podcast to listen to. I want to call her and be super non-combative and be mm-hmm. like, hey, do you remember this? And just kind of have a conversation. Because yeah. that shit, those little keys of like, oh, just instead of two, just take one. Or, mm-hmm. oh, just... 
chew it longer and drink more and listen to your hunger, that shit stayed with me until, like, this year. Like, it's been with me forever. Mm -hmm. And then, like, this cunt? This, it's from her? Gwen Shamblin? Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. The whole cult thing, and then it's like, was that a cult inside a cult? Basically. What the fuck? We all have been in a <laughs> oh cult my inside god. a cult. It's so Everyone's <laughs> in a cult. Okay. Oh my god, call your dad. Yeah. To find out what hunger feels like, the Way Down Diet recommends that you don't eat anything until your stomach crumbles, then eat something you love, even if it contains salt, sugar, or fat. You're encouraged to eat regular food. What the fuck is regular food versus irregular? What I do don't they know. Mean? They never tell you what that means. She acted like, oh, we're all at this Mexican restaurant. We can order anything we want. Oh, and in that clip, there, there was like a clip of before she got uber famous that mm-hmm. I watched. Where it was like, even though their plates are all all full of food, they're done. And it's like, okay. So they just waste food? Which pisses me the fuck off because how many people in this world don't have access to food? And it's the switch of the way it used to be. The poor were skinny and the rich were fat because they were overdoing it. And now the rich are skinny because they don't have to. Mm-hmm. And the ri- and the poor are in food deserts eating fucking Twinkies and no substance and yeah. no quality of food. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So then they say eat slowly, concentrating on flavors and textures, and learn to stop when you start to feel full. Dude. Don't wait until you're stuffed. Wait until you feel hungry to eat again. Dude. The book suggests eating eating your favorite foods first because you may feel full at any time. If you fill up on less favorable foods to start, you may feel compelled to keep eating to taste what you really love. Keep in mind, though, that if you... If your favorites aren't good for you, which whatever the Ben fuck and Jerry's, that means, Ben and Jerry's, you may not meet your nutritional needs. Well, exactly, and she looks like a Holocaust patient. Let me flip back oh, to the first yep. page. They ha- there's a concentration camp analogy. Look at they survived on so little. Yeah, cunt. They were trying to live, and a lot of them fucking didn't make it. And yeah, they look like skeletons. Is that what God wants? No. God doesn't want us to suffer for this unrealistic expectation of standards. And she cl- she claims that this is the standard that God has set. When really this is the standard that Gwen has set. Dude. Because who the fuck? There's, I don't read anywhere in the Bible where God says you have to weigh X amount of pounds or be thin in order to be holy. It's a whole... Are you a glutton or not? And she's taken the glutton and defined it for herself and uh, and has a huge calling and, like, figured out with her dietitian. I'm a dietitian. I think she's exploited the work of dietetics, which a lot of dietitians have. Like, okay, but okay. So then alcohol beverages are permitted in moderation praise level of effort i mean i yeah i would need to drink if i had to like eat a chip in four bites put a pin in that i would need to drink because Mm -hmm. i have a note level of effort medium they say this is a medium level of effort to to accomplish this? this 
Your effort will be focused on changing your relationship with food and establishing a sense of whether your body feels hungry or full. Well, you have to become obsessed with God. Yes. And food, too. Like, they say that to stop thinking about food and think about God, but I feel like in order to really accomplish this, you also have to be obsessing about food in the sense of, like, am I am I hungry? Like, right. what foods will make me feel full? Because that's what my thought process would be, like, if I was, like, I can't eat, I have to stop when I feel full, so I would want to eat foods that make me feel full. You almost have to stop before because your mm. brain has to catch up with your stomach. Yeah, so I would be That's eating. why she says eight or nine bites. Yeah. It Honestly, you should watch the Tyra clip after this. <laughs> Limitations. You can eat the foods you love, so you're not going to be making big sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Cooking and shopping. You should be able to shop and cook normally. Packaged foods or meals, none. In-person meetings, none. Exercise, not required. The book recommends that you stop exercising, specifically to burn off what you eat or to give yourself permission to eat more. Physical activity is fine if you enjoy it. (laughs) Does it allow for dietary restrictions or preferences? As long as you eat only when your body signals that you're hungry, it's you fine if you're gluten free. Gluten, even if your diet is vegetarian or vegan, low salt, low fat, gluten free. Mm. What else should you know? Cost. Okay. Ooh. There is a six week online class mm-hmm. called Way Down Basics. Uh-huh. The cost is ninety nine. Nine dollars. Yes. There mm-hmm. are different options for becoming an all access member. Mm-hmm. Twelve month membership prepaid is two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. Month to month membership is fifty nine dollars per month, and recurring monthly membership is twenty four ninety nine. Support way down workshop seminars, <gasps> workbooks, audio speaking files. Of, speaking of support and audio files, you got an audio. Can we call this number really quick and yes. see if anyone answers? Just okay. found a number. So last night I was, of course, deep diving into this bullshit. 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 This bullshit. And a 615 number appeared on the screen, and I will be calling it now. I'm excited. I'm drunk. Sorry, the number you called was busy. Please try again later. Oh, it's busy. Okay. Okay, that's exactly... This is this number does not work anymore. That's the number I got last night, past 11. Mm-hmm. The number's busy. Bitch, the number's not busy. This is not a real number anymore, but it was a number that sh- that flashed on their screen to call in and ask questions to Gwen. But that's so funny. But you can't do it anymore. Oh, God. You can't. So then, this is what the Dr. Melinda Rat- Rattini says. Does it work? There has been no research done on the Way Down Diet. The plan uses some strategies... That have been proven to help people lose weight and keep it off. For example, tips such as listen to your body, concentrate on flavors and textures, and eat slowly help change behaviors that can lead to overeating. The diet plan tells you to cut your portion size in half. This built-in portion control and reduced calories will also lead to weight loss. But science may not back up the suggestion that eating your favorite foods first will help you put down your fork sooner. And if you are like most people, your favorite foods may not be the most nutritious. Ben and Jerry's. 
<laughs> is it good for certain conditions? If you are overweight, then any weight loss may help cut your odds of getting heart disease and diabetes. I find this sentence very problematic, but... Go on. Why I think it's problematic? Yeah. Or, because I don't believe that we should make the assumption that just because people are in a larger body that they are more or less at risk of heart disease or diabetes. I thought that was a given. I think that we should not assume anything about anyone's health status based on their body size because there are a multitude of reasons why people are the weight that they are. And I will just say from personal experience that when I was a child, I was technically considered overweight mm-hmm. according to like what like the people mm-hmm. and like insurance come. I could not get insurance, medical insurance mm-hmm. as a child because I was technically considered overweight because all they ask is for the number that's on the scale. Mm-hmm. And they automatically assume that because I was overweight, I am more at risk for things like heart disease, diabetes, things like that. But what they didn't ask for was my blood work, Mm -hmm. my cholesterol number, Mm -hmm. my blood sugar numbers, Mm -hmm. my blood pressure. Mm -hmm. Last time I went to the doctor, my blood pressure was phenomenal. Because, and I'm like... While I do have a history, like my family medical history, there's a history of diabetes, strokes, heart disease. But who the fuck in their family doesn't have, like, undesirable conditions? Mm -hmm. Everyone in their family, whether it's cancer, heart disease, diabetes, my roommate is so skinny Mm -hmm. compared to me. Mm -hmm. Had a stroke. Mm -hmm. My mother, who is in a larger body, also had a stroke. So you tell me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but I have been in a larger body all my life. No stroke. I don't have diabetes. Fuck everyone. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that like things can't contribute to the other. But I'm saying that like. If you're not the person's doctor, Mm -hmm. you can't determine whether or not, like, and there are a lot of people that are in thin bodies that have a lot of health complications because we are human beings. I'm sure Gwen is about to die. We're all about to die. I'm starving. (laughs) We're all about to die. We're all slowly dying. Absolutely. We're all, and that's the thing. We're human beings in body we're we're human we're imperfect beings Mm -hmm. we're in this body for a limited amount of time some of us are gonna die from heart disease some of us are gonna die from cancer some of us are gonna die because we got hit by a bus Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. of us are gonna die from this fucking virus Mm -hmm. look at the people who have who have covid that were quote-unquote relatively healthy they talk about people who exercise daily that ate all the quote-unquote right foods Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. and they died Mm -hmm. from Mm COVID-19 not COVID-1 in the the same in the on the same hallway as Granny Sue who 
has all these underlying conditions. Mm -hmm. And I guess that I'm not saying that I'm with these people when it's my time, it's my time. Yeah, don't test God. Like, whatever your doctor says, like, is going to be best for you. Like, you know, take that advice, figure out what's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. But these everyday folks who just go around saying she's fat, so she's going to die because she probably has heart disease mm -hmm. when... You don't know why she weighs what she weighs. Some people have thyroid issues. There's all these other things. And then to assume that Gwen, because she's thin, is healthy is a lie. And then mm -hmm. what is health? Like just the physical? Or what about the mental? I know so many people like who were like trying to get me on the beach body shit. But they suffer from anxiety. Mm -hmm. They suffer from depression. Mm -hmm. They're always like so stressed out. They have no sense of who they are and or whose they are. I mean, talking about thin equals happy. Watching these videos of her family, her daughter looks like she's about to die at any moment. She looks so like programmed. She look. She does. She looks like a, a robot from Westworld. <laughs> With beautiful hair. Yeah. And, oh, God, we haven't even talked about Gwen's hair. <laughs> it's so big. I can't, I mean, and the, the creepy thing is, like, looking at her legs, she reminds me of tiny Dolly Parton, but Dolly has the fake tits. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... But Dolly Parton is happy. But hang on. What if Dolly's in her cult? I don't think so. Okay. Then I feel better. Great. You don't think so. Okay. I don't think Dolly's in her cult because Dolly isn't going around telling people no. that the key to happiness is to look like me. That's true. Dolly's going around telling people that the key to happiness is to, to love be yourself. You. To, and be to be you. To be you. Right. Girl, let me, can I jump yeah, in? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I watched an episode, and when I say I watched an episode, I spent 40 minutes last night watching this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I watched an episode... On how to fix a broken marriage. This aired in October of 2018. Mm -hmm. Two months after she married John Lara. How to fix a broken marriage. Okay. This is coming from somebody who just got divorced. Thank you. And remarried. Okay. No judgment. The year she got divorced. Two months. Okay. So she sounds... Okay. Now, like I said, I watched... I spent 40 minutes of my day yesterday watching this. And I'm not, and I'm honestly not trying to just shit on Donald Trump. She sounds like a slightly more intelligent Donald Trump in this video where she's talking to this couple and she's interviewing them on how they fix their marriage. I swear to God, she's rambling and incoherent and her left eye keeps closing slightly. And I'm thinking to myself... And I'm, I'm honestly not being a dick. Mm -hmm. I'm legitimately wondering, is she drunk on stage or is she like on drugs, which she does not believe in pills. She doesn't believe in depression. You better fucking pray your way out of that depression. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I kind of want you to watch the video because I'm not crazy. She looks like she's high in this video. Mm -hmm. Um... Oh, and then I write in all caps, can you keep your eyes open? Like, she's like, and I've watched earlier videos just to compare. Mm -hmm. She's messed up in this fucking video. And when you said, um, so-and-so, like, 
like what did I get myself into? What were what were you just talking about? The marriage where you're like, oh, what did I just get? Oh, him. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, and maybe she's kind of like, what did I get myself into? Mm-hmm. And maybe she's on something because I'm like, are you drunk? Can you keep your eyes open? Mm-hmm. And so she's very much women in, in their place, mm-hmm. which is funny because. She's, She's in charge. <laughs> She's in charge. Everyone worships her. Um, the wife, oh God, the wife on this panel is straight up a commercial for her um, her tapes, her mm-hmm. programs. Oh, I listened to this, and my husband this, and oh, the husband's like, oh, I listened to, I heard my wife was listening to this, and oh, do I need to fix something in my life, and... Oh, she even, Gwen doesn't know who these people are on her panel who are in her congregation. Mm-hmm. And she goes, y'all are married, right? She asks them on stage if they're married at this time mm-hmm. because they got a divorce, but they got remarried and they have, a, like, they've got five kids and it seems like it's, they didn't, nothing I watched touched on the fact that, like, oh, have a big family, mm-hmm. but it's very much have a big family, and the children, oh, so then it goes, I go straight into um, watching a video of her and John's wedding. Mm -hmm. I said, oh my God, I can't even with this three-minute video of their wedding because uh, there, she's, she put glitter on her arms in her wedding video, Mm -hmm. and uh there are circles of little children dancing on stage in her in her wedding. Mm-hmm. There's little flower girls dancing in a circle, <laughs> holding hands, like ring around the rosy mm-hmm. style. And then I thought, if they're not beating their children, how are they this good? Like, <laughs> there has to be beating of children. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'm going to say it because apparently this little precious boy died. And if you watched how perfect this little fairyland that she, like, lives in, mm-hmm. and the children ring around the rosy perfectly. But the devil's advocates would say, but Jess, like, isn't that just a testament to good parenting? Because they put God first. Like, Ooh. they followed God's rules and Maybe. principles. Maybe, but have you ever seen a flower girl from a nice family be a little shit walking down the aisle? And this is 30 flower girls. I walking was a flower like girl and perfect. I wasn't a little shit. Well, you were precious. But my parents didn't beat me. I mean, I got spanked. All I have to do is tell you to watch this video and all these kids and none of them are being little shits. Mm-mm. But I mean, like, I was a relatively well-behaved kid, but I wasn't perfect, you know? Especially at that age. No one is. Yeah. That's my point. Mm. Mm. Who are you sexting? I'm not sexting anyone. Mm. We'll talk about it later. I feel like I'm at the end of my notes. Wow. Okay, so the takeaway is I've got to look up that murder. Sorry, I'm, 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 a, I'm a murderino at heart. Yeah, Jess, while she's putting up polo shirts <laughs> <with her laughs> at Kmart, <laughs> yeah. 
she likes to listen to her murder podcast. Yeah. Um, Hashtag the Amish murder. Mm. Period. So we should have you back to talk about all of your murder. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Obsessions. And the hometown murder of my own family. Did my grandpa murder my aunt? Probably. 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 <laughs> You're going to be the one to crack the case. God, I would love it. Oh, I would. I was. Wow. Yeah. Um. But seriously, the takeaway. Oh, I was being serious. No, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not funny. It's, it's, it's insane. It's, it is. It is. Um, I mean, I... <laughs> That's how customers are at Kmart, by the way. They're like... <laughs> Wow. Uh, I don't know. I guess, I mean, people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, well, that's not me. Like, I'm not, I don't go to the remnant church. Like, I don't eat potato chips and four four bites. bites. But some people do. And like, you know, but I also want people to realize like, wow, this is a very extreme example. I want us to examine like... Like you were saying about your mom, like you were hearing those messages a lot as a child to like even up to this day, like yeah. it still informs your decisions, it's your thought process. In- yeah. And it's like you're programmed to think like in order for me to be acceptable or worthy, I have to fit into this image. And a lot of people will say like, this is what God expects. This is this is God. It's really, weird. it's not God, it's you. It's weird because it's never been God to me. It's always my mother's approval. I know within the first, like, couple days of seeing my mom, mm-hmm. if she's going to say, oh, you look good. And then I can, like, let it go. Because it's fine. I met her approval. Or if it's like, oh, hey. And it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You see, I put on some weight. Mm-hmm. And I think the last time I saw her, she, like, had a compliment for me. And, again, I was the heaviest I'd ever been. But mm-hmm. she couldn't tell because I kind of wear it well. Mm-hmm. And and it's just so messed up. And it's weird that it's, like, in my head like that where I just don't want to deal with my mom's judgment. Mm-hmm. Because she's been there the most. She's seen me. <laughs> she put sun in in my hair, which is hydrogen peroxide basically Mm -hmm. when my hair started turning brown because I was like a blonde blonde she was like trying to hold on to that shit because she was a blonde Mm -hmm. when she was younger and so she's like oh you're blonde too oh no no I'm actually a brunette but she like it's just that shit where it's like and when I when I was 130 pounds going through my divorce she was like she literally said oh there's the Jessica I know. Mm. It's like, Mom, you know I'm not eating, right? Yeah. This is me not eating. But, like, to her, it's like, there she is. That's, there you are. That's fucked up. It is. It really is. <clears throat> 
But that's because we are so afraid of becoming fat, and that's my point. Yes, that's, because that's, it's learned. That's fat phobia. Yes. And, that, and to a lot of people, that is permissible. But I'm telling you that for me, like, fat phobia is the equivalent of all other forms of discrimination and oppression. It's the equivalent to me as if you, like, think that I'm less than because I'm gay or that I'm less than because I'm black. You're gay? I'm gay! (laughs) I'm gay, I'm black, and I'm fat, and I'm proud. Deal with it! I don't... My pastor used to say, I don't have to do anything but stay black and die. Oh. And Jess, you don't have to do anything but stay white and die. (laughs) It sounds so much worse when you say that. (laughs) Well, Jess, you could be white. Just don't elevate whiteness. Girl, do I? (laughs) Do you elevate whiteness? Do I? No. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear from my gay black girlfriend. (laughs) 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 Thank you. Jess is okay y'all Jess I knew that Jess like was gonna be my friend well I didn't think I didn't know if she was gonna be my friend at this point but I knew that like we were gonna have some sort of relationship and it was either gonna be like we're gonna be friends or we're gonna hate each other I'm not sure but it was because someone said my name wrong at at Kmart (laughs) in the shoe section yeah and we <sighs> and Jess was the one that showed me how to break down a pallet. Oh, I did. You were like, "Sister, did have we? you ever broken down a pallet before?" And I was like, "Uh, I mean, I took boxes off of the thing, or I, I think I had like they were like breaking it down, and then I staged the. They told me to stage it, but I didn't actually like check it off. And you were the one that showed me how to check off the manifest." Aww. And you were like, sister, this is how we're going to do this. I try to, I always try to not be demanding mm-hmm. and like, let me see where you are. Yeah. And, and honestly, I try to treat people the way I would literally like to be talked yes. to. Because, hey, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, and Jessica, look, under- he comes straight over to my door. Who's that? That's Arlo. Oh, the cat. No, that's a dog. Oh, the dog. You can't see him. Oh, yeah, Arlo, the dog. Why did I think... Cause, oh, because there is a cat. Bootsy. Bootsy. Um, anywho, so I think I remember we were in wet produce? No. I mean, wet shirts? <laughs> <laughs> they know we work at a grocery store. It's fine. Okay. So... No, we were in a dry section. That's what I said. Yeah. Anywho, I just remember we were thinking, in shirts. right? I just remember thinking you were like just a little baby. You were like twenty three, which I'm not far off. Yeah, I'm twenty eight. I know. I was twenty seven at the time. Like I said, twenty three. You right. just like seem like everyone thought I was twenty three. Yeah. And some people didn't believe me when I said that I was twenty eight. But some of those people don't work at Kmart anymore. Anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, Jess took me under, under her wing and then somebody was like, Abra, Abra. Mm, And mm. then she goes, her name (laughs) is Abra. (laughs) She she was like, no, (laughs) it's Abra. Mm -hmm. And no one's ever like really done that before. Like people will like 
usually know that that's not how you say my name, but they'll just do it on purpose. They'll just no. They'll they'll see, hear other people mispronounce it, but oh. they won't like stick up for me. And I was like, it was something about you. I was like, oh, she's kind of woke because it was like the context, like the person that said it wrong. Like they, it's not that they there was like a racial undertone about it, but it was kind of like. I think that like there's a history of like black people or like people of colors like names being mispronounced a lot and it being such a difficult task for white people or to, completely changed yeah for white people to say your name mm-hmm. the way it's supposed mm-hmm. to be said um no matter how simple or difficult it is mm-hmm. and like a lot of white people in my life would just like witness my name being mispronounced and um just not say anything about it mm-hmm. but you were like no <laughs> and to this day Jess will make a scene yeah like no yeah because my whole life has just been like abra abra mm-hmm. abri abria like whatever abria you know and okay. i just like it's to the point where i'm numb to it where it's like i'm gonna pick my battle today but like every time Jess is like no yeah and I know that I know that some people it just yeah but I knew I knew we would hit like I was like hmm something about her but then I don't then I don't really know sister how act. oh sister act you were like have you seen sister act <laughs> <laughs> you're still 10 years younger than me but like we know all the same references which is like is that a positive for you? Yes. You well, are- my brother is 10 years older than me. That's what it is. So, that's what it is. A lot of the things that he was into, I was introduced to. Mm-hmm. And that's then what it everybody is. in my family is older than me. So, I don't really connect with a lot of people my age. Amen. 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 Everybody say Amen. Everybody say Amen. Everybody say Amen. Amen. We're touching. We're touching. COVID-19. Shaking the hands. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Continue the conversation with us. Develop a community with other misfits and mystics like us. And get your latest updates on shameless plugs and other news by following us on social media. We are on Instagram at Misfits and Mystics Pod. Twitter at Misfits Mystics. And we also have a Facebook page that you can like and share. 
Want to reach us directly? Shoot us an email at misfitsandmysticspod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And with your permission, we might give you a shout out on future episodes. Don't forget to subscribe on whatever streaming service you're using to stay up to date on newest episodes being released. Leave us a review on iTunes to help us gain more visibility. Plus, we appreciate the feedback.